Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman alongside Steve Harmison looking back at Australia's 275 run win at Adelaide in the second test, meaning they go 2 0 up with three to play. And we all know what happens when Australia go 1 0 up, let alone two. So, what do England do from here? Over the next 25 minutes or so, we're going to go through every single player and assess whether they play at the third test match at the MCG on Boxing Day. It's myself, John Norman, and Steve Harmison here on the following on podcast. Well, if you're listening to the show, you no doubt know by now. And actually, if you've heard the intro, uh, Australia have won and they've won uh, handsomely. Made to work for it, true. If not for a misjudgment by Alex Carey behind the stumps, game probably would have been over by lunch on day five or even dinner. As it was, Joss Butler went on to face 209 deliveries before being ninth man out with a score of 26. So formed good partnerships along the way with Chris Wokes, who hit 44 from 97 balls. Even Ollie Robinson hung around for 39 deliveries. But really, the damage done on day three. Uh, Ollie Pope dismissed within the first 10 minutes of day five. He went for four, uh, not to uh, Nathan Lyon for once, though. And uh, Ollie St- um, Ben Stokes was dismissed, a fine bit of bond of Nathan Lyon. That's uh, already um, one of the matchups of the uh, series so far. But uh, Nathan Lyon coming out ahead on that occasion. And then it was the blockathon. Uh, tired pitch, tired bowlers. And uh, England uh, got just after the. Uh, tea break uh, before uh, Butler and then uh, Jimmy Anderson were dismissed uh, meaning Australia win they win comfortably and uh, they win by 275 runs so where do we go from here story of the day 
So, Harmy, it went as we thought. Uh, okay, probably took a little bit longer than we thought. If uh, Alex Carey had taken that chance at early doors, it would be a very, very different uh, judgment on Butler. He would have gone for a pair. As it is, he stuck it out and, um, you know, batted, batted well alongside Wokes. Um, uh, but it wasn't enough, was it? England lost the match on the, uh, the afternoon of day three. It does make uh, you think, though, on that pitch, if they had managed to bat for another couple of, uh, even if they managed to bat for another 20 overs in the first mm. innings, you know, this game could have been a draw, although Australia possibly wouldn't have batted as long as second innings. Either way, it doesn't really matter. Let's talk, though. Joe Root's just spoken. He's just, he's just been quite strident about the bowlers and the lengths they bowled. Uh, and that's interesting to me because that, for me, is a shot across the bowels of Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad. Yeah, I get that. And I, and I listened to Joe and I was, yes, you probably have got a point. You have got a point that we could have bowled a touch fuller. But if I've listened to that and I'm and I'm sitting in that dressing room, I'll tear strips off him when he comes in because I'll say, you know what? We bowled fuller and created a chance and they've been dropped. <laughs> every every time we create... Yeah, so we've, we've bowled four balls and we're getting nicked and they're getting dropped. And we bowl another full ball, we get whacked back past our, you know, three extra cover, we get clipped through mid-wicket, ball goes flying past us, you know, the bowler, the non-striker, pass just past the non-striker batsman. So when we bowl four, we nick it and we don't catch it. So, you know, you've got to, you can't just throw us under the bus like that. We've got a guy, and this is what I'd be saying to him. If Michael Vaughan had said that against me, against Hoggy, against Fred, we would have been waiting for him. <laughs> we would have been waiting for him in a dressing room. And oh, hold on. Are they waiting just for pull yourself. Uh, possibly. But I'd have been just, hold on. Before you go and throw us under the bus, you know, every time we, you know, we have bowled full on this, we have created chances. We've dropped 10 catches. Right? Oh, hands up. Two wickets off a no ball, that's our fault. But we created we've created 10 opportunities in this series so far. We're two nil down, largely down to full of balls. Now we're putting our lens back because we because when we when we don't get create the chances, we're getting banged for four. You know, we're trying to create pressure, push a ball up and go bang like that. So we'd be waiting for them in that. And we would also be saying, right, if you're gonna throw us under the bus, we just had a bloke bat for 210 balls. On a fifth-year pitch, we bowled, we've been bowled out for 230 and 190 in a test match. So if you want to play bowlers against batsmen, we're, playing, we, we're going to come back at you, and we're not happy with what that is. And that's what we would be saying. I've got no doubt whatsoever. You know, I'll be waiting for him at the top of the stairs. <laughs> He'd be waiting for him at the top of the stairs. I mean, Broadly and Anderson, they're not shy. Yeah. Does, this, yeah. what, does this happen in front of everyone? Well, I would imagine it would. I would imagine there'll be a quiet word, and if the quiet word spills into a dressing room, then fine. It might go into the team meeting. It might be left and kept rawness as it is, getting beaten by two hundred seventy-five runs, two 0 down in the ashes. It might be left for a team meeting when we sit down pre-Christmas dinner, talking about what's going to happen. But if I'm Broad and Anderson, and I'm hearing this, thinking right, one of us is not playing in Melbourne. I don't think both of them can play in Melbourne. I think one of them is going to get left out, if not both, but I think one of them will get left out. And I think it might be Stuart. I might be going early. 
Right. I'm, I think this is a reactive coaching unit and management unit. And I think they're you know, reasonably weak. And I think if one of them big guns goes and throws his toys and has a real go, I can see that one playing in Melbourne. I really can. I think this is the way this unit is. And I think Stuart is quite calculated when he's done that because he's done it before. But that's, for me, for me, if I'm sitting in that dressing room, I've just heard my captain say, we've not bowled the right lengths. We, have, we need to bowl fuller. I'd be, I'd be ready, I'd be ready for, the, for, for the whole management unit to tear strips off them and say, you know what? Every time we have bowled full, we've, been, we've, we've created a chance. We haven't caught them. Now that's what brings my lens back because I'm, when I create a chance, I expect it to be I expect it to be catched. Bang, there you go. See you later, Marnus Lambertshire. See you later, David Warner. And then I'm not getting banged for four when I overpitch the next time. I'm not getting you know whipped through mid-wicket when I've gone slightly a bit straighter. So you can't you can't go and throw people under the bus when you when you've got to when you look at the bigger picture is we have created chances. That's the stupid thing about this tour so far. We are two nil down. Because we picked the wrong team and lost the toss in Brisbane. We picked a spinner who probably should have played in Adelaide and not played on a green seamer. Played a pick in broad. We've, we've, we have created 10 opportunities which haven't been taken in nine, eight and a half Ashes test, uh, days of test match cricket. And we've two balls, hands up, bowling unit, two balls, we've bowled no balls and got wickets with. And we are getting beat 2-0 because of that simple fact. It's not because we haven't bowled full enough. It's because we haven't created, they're taking the chances when they've come and be created. Marnus Labashin's got man a match. I know. His first Ashes test, Ashes test 100. He was dropped three times. He was dropped three times before he got to 100. That tells you everything. So we can say we could bat more than 20 overs. Another 20 overs in that first innings. We can say all we want about bowling fuller. Well, you create three chances on to a bloke who gets a hundred. I'm sorry, that's where you're losing the game. Not because you're not bowling full enough. Also, isn't it down to the captain to tell them at the time? I mean, he does have that. He does. He can set the field, can't he? He can like literally. Can't he literally just tell them to? It's but well, he can. Of course, he can. He, he should be. And if it's if it's if it's worrying them that much, you can do. You know, Vaughn would do it. Yeah. Michael would do it if he well, did. If you wanted you to bowl a bit straighter, he would make he would put people on the leg side. He bowl, right, we got a straight field. You've got a five four field, so you're gonna have to bowl straight. Yeah, if you wanted you to bowl, you know, outside off stump, and you wanted to bowl, you know, you'd take you would six three field, you'd take another man across. You'd say to Hoggy, you know, you're bowling too straight, so you'd take men off the leg side, knowing that Hoggy would have to bowl outside off stump because he doesn't want to get whipped for four. Doesn't want to get hit, clipped through the, through the leg side for four, so he could he could in theory do that. He could you know, make a, you know make make changes, you know pull the field straighter to make your bowl that bit fuller. But at the end of the day, you know I, I get I, I get his criticism. I understand he wants them to bowl that that fuller length, but to go out straight after in the press conference and see it as raw as as he's done, that wouldn't sit well with me because I'm thinking you know what this bowling unit's created that many chances and we aren't taking them largely down to the people who are, who are making a royal hash of the way they're batting. If you think the people that have dropped catches, they're the ones that aren't scoring any runs either. So it could then turn into a, a nasty little batsman be, be bowler contest in the dressing room. I'll leave it with this. Michael Atherton today, 
in the Times. England's bowling strategy was a revelation in the opening hour. This is talking about yesterday, uh, day four, when uh, Root was off the field. As the bowlers praised B, pitched the ball up and Stokes set sensible fields with short extra cover and a short mid-wicket combined with a straight set mid-off and mid-on, encouraging a fuller length. As a result, Australia was smothered much as England had been the day before. And that's what I said in yesterday's show, didn't Mm. I? I said I yeah. thought that they were bowling fuller and better when Root was off the field. Root then came on and Stokes just bowled it halfway down the track for two overs. It was, it was very odd. And he whipped out Anderson when he looked like he was getting on top of uh, maybe Labuschagne. I can't quite remember. Anyway, look, we've discussed this test for the last five days. We're going to devote the next uh, 10 minutes of the show to the next test. And the Cricket Collective will be back on Tuesday as well with Neil Manthorpe. It'll be fascinating to get his views on this, as well as the goings on in South Africa, by the way, which we haven't been keeping an eye on. Um, well, that could get very, very ugly, very, very quickly. Uh, some of the absolute legends of the game, two of which are still involved in South African cricket being, well, they're having the names dragged through the mud now. So uh, make sure you, you download that. That'll be on the following on fee. But uh, yeah, it's time to take uh, switch attention to the third test. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, And I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. What is going to happen tomorrow? Okay, Harmi, I'm going to go through uh, all 11 players from this test match, England players, and I'm going to ask you whether they play uh, the third test, okay? And you give me your yeah. answer, yes or no, and uh, a little reason why or why they shouldn't. So first off, Rory Burns. Maybe. Uh, you can't, you can't. <laughs> Can I say that one? No. 
yes, he plays. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, he plays. I think he plays. Why? Yeah. If he's because out for a duck, got... if he's out for a duck in this, actually, no, forget that. It's a silly question. Why does he play? Because he is senior enough now that he gets that that one more chance. And that's it. He's if England lose, Melbourne doesn't score any runs. I think he struggles to get not only get back in the team. I think he's he might struggle. He might struggle to sort of resurrect. He's, he'd have to go away and play some cricket to resurrect his career at international level for me. Um, I'm not sure I, he comes back, does he? If Burns get if Burns is dropped, I I don't think he comes back again. No, so I think with that, I think I give him another go. And that was where I was like, maybe because like we've only got so many batsmen and they can't, you can't sort of drop them all. Um, and Burns plays for me. Hamid doesn't. That brings me on to the next question. Hamid, you say doesn't. So do, do I take it that you think Crawley should play? I think Crawley should play. Um I'm just looking, actually, I'm just looking at my TV and Matt Pryor and Alistair Cook are picking their teams for the next test. And it's interesting, Cook has got Broad and Anderson in it and Don Bess in it. Well, wow. Pryor's gone for Broad or Anderson with Wokes and Leach in it. So, interesting. Pryor's gone for Butler as a batsman and Bester was a witty keeper. Don't really think that makes a great deal of sense. Um Cook's gone for Pope in the team. He's basically not changing the batting unit, keeping the same seven players, which I found that find that quite amazing. But uh, I'm going to sit on that BT couch in on Boxing Day. <laughs> Alistair Cook is going to be in Barbados because he's gone away on a family holiday, so he misses that one. So it would be great to debate that team. But my team would look a little bit different. Crawley would be in. Crawley has to come back in. He has to come back in uh, for Hamid, in my opinion. Is that Milan, is that See, I've been thinking about this and I've been quite, I've felt that Crawley, so Crawley is banging at three behind Sibley and Burns and I felt Crawley should be opening. I just think if he pays off, it, then you bring in a Sibley kind of character just to hold, mm. hold. Obviously, we've moved on. Milan's now at three. Um, Crawley's record was absolutely abysmal. I think he averaged about 11 in 14 tests and yeah. he hasn't played for months and months and months. Hamid, actually, I don't think his technique is geared to to the Ashes or, or Australia, but surely having two tests under his belt, and he played okay at the Gabba. I just wonder, you know, is Crawley... And also, what's the old adage at Melbourne? Don't drive before lunch? No, but another you know, thing is that is we are not... We're in a position where I think a change is needed. I think it's a change of mentality. It's a change of mentality. Yeah, possibly. We okay. have to put pressure on Mitchell Stark. We have to put pressure on Mitchell Stark. We've, Could you imagine I, that he's going to, you're basically telling the guy, go out there and start driving against Mitchell Stark. You haven't played in months. I mean, Mitchell Stark might not play, by the way. I think you're right. Yeah. You mentioned it two days ago. He's got a side injury. I, I mean, he might not even play, but Hazelwood will be back. And Cummins will as well. So Jai Richardson might play. Um, yeah, either either way, either way, you know, I just think we, we're sending these guys out hiding to absolutely nothing. <laughs> I've just said that. I've just said that on the, the breakfast show on Talk Sport. You know, I've just kinned Joe for 
10 minutes there talking about throwing the bowlers under the bus. But he's the one I feel sorry for the most because you, you say Crawley hasn't played. Uh, our thinking, our thinking leading into this, our management structure's thinking leading into this this last two-year cycle to get to where we are now has been abysmal. In fact, it's not even been that good. Joe's, <laughs> if anybody, Joe's just thrown uh, bowlers under the bus. You, he got thrown it, under the you bus. You give it a grade A, a for abysmal. Yeah, oh, it's a, not even a grade here. It's a capital here. Yeah, it's an A+. plus. It's, it's shocking. You know, we, we're sending people home after Sri Lanka if I want, after one test. Oh, Same in India, trying to protect this, that, trying to protect that lot. And what did we say four years ago? We can't bowl 70, 80 mile an hour, four 80 mile an hour bowlers in, in the ashes. And what we do had, we do? We, we, picked three of the, we picked the same three out of four. We, so, just, had, we just had Joe Root bowling off spin under the lights. Yeah. Uh, in the pickball test, crazy. And hey, that, listen, that is listen, sums, that sums us up. Well, let, we'll talk about that at, at length another day. Okay, so Crawley and for Hamid, Milan plays correct. Yeah, Root, Root plays. plays at Root, Root at four, Stokes um, at five. Stokes, I mean, yes, of course he plays, but that is just so, you know he's going to be fit by Tasmania maybe, but yeah. he's still so short. You know, again, second innings, he's, it's like he's having a net. Um, now, big one here, Ollie Pope. No, I think, I think that lad's brain looks scrambled. He looks as though he's got roller skates on when he's batting. He doesn't look still at all. And I think the kid is a, he's got, he's a smashing talent. I think he's got all the shots. I just, he just doesn't seem to get, to get started. He, he could go to Melbourne and get 100. He could, he really could. I just don't see him getting past 15 balls, 20 balls. And that, I think the Aussies have seen that as well. Yeah, young man, young, yeah, he, he comes back, not a problem. But I, it, there's, there's sometimes you have to take somebody out the firing line. And I think that might just be the time for, for Ollie Pope. You know, the way he nicked off in this, this game. Yeah. It, it was, it was it, from a bowler's point of view, it was so simple. It was right. We know this kid wants to put bat and ball. So Stark runs around the wicket for three balls and says, right, go on, that angle, there you go. Hit that, hit that, hit that. He goes over the wicket, taking the ball away from him, and you knew he was going to chase it, and he chased it, it and he nicked it. And it was, and a that, twi- it was twitchy as well, wasn't it? The way it he was followed twitchy it, as it was well, yeah, really, so. it's an ugly, ugly Best. dismissal. Followed the yeah. ball, did everything you mustn't do, really. Besto comes in for me. Besto comes in for me um, at, at six, is, Again, La- is Lawrence played. in the side? Is Lawrence in the squad? He is, isn't he? Not that I'm saying you pick him. He's in the him, squad, but, yeah. But he's the in the squad. Is, the thing is with Bearstow, it's like we've been we've been here before yeah. so many times. We okay, have, so but you, you I don't, I would say with Bearstow thing is as well, he he seems to get, he, he, he's an easy leave out. I actually think sometimes Johnny's easy left out. Um so well, you, well, OK, let me just say one thing, right? You talk about the lack of planning. So Bairstow was in the side for that fifth test against India. Yeah. And then the next game he's and when and on the way here, he was on. He looked like he was going to play. And then they changed their mind. So, I think they changed their mind two days before the, 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 the yeah. Brisbane test match. But you know, for me, Bairstow players, if 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 Joss had if um, Carey or a Warner yeah. had caught that. Pope might have stayed in the side and Johnny might have come in as a keeper, but Joss has just batted 200 balls. At best, oh, yeah. 
Besto at five, Besto at six, and, and Butler at seven. I think. Plus, we're going. We we might just need some experience heads now. We might need we might need players that have have played a lot of cricket, big occasion, just to stand up. This is their moment. This is their time. Butler's not going back to Australia in four years' time. Bairstow's not going back to Australia in four years' time. I'd be surprised if Stokes does. Root might not go back. They definitely not go back. Probably not go back as captain. Milan doesn't go back in four years' time. So Burns won't be there in four years' time. So this is their moment to stand up. And I think that unit there is probably our most experienced unit when we need them the most. And I think that's what my selection would, would probably go down to. And the, so does, the only one would be a Crawley switch for, for Mead because I just think Crawley and Pope, uh, Hamid and Pope, Pope more, more so Pope, that looks a bit scrambled, but Crawley looks as though he's, I think, he, even though he hasn't had a game, I think I'd, I'd like to see him go in first. And if he go. gets in, I think he can then, he, he can then sort of capitalise on anything that's overpitched or that's a bit shorter because he's a big, tall man. So the big burning question then, Eight, nine, ten, and eleven. Eight. Um, for me, you have to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice if you're going for your big bowlers, for your your your, your experienced batsmen. You've got to score runs, and it's all well and good, Joe, saying bowling lengths. You got to score runs to put, you know, put pressure, scoreboard pressure on. Um, I think it's between Broad and Anderson, who plays. What's your Jimmy, What's your gut feeling? The Robinson at eight. I think Robinson at eight. I'll leave number nine for a second. Anderson ten, or Wood ten. Anderson eleven, and it would be a case of, do we go down the spinner route? Um, I, think, I think a spinner should have played in this match. I think we probably do have the spinner in the side, and it could be a case of right. We might have to pick Don Best and bat number eight, Robinson at nine, or you go for your best spinner of the two. Ben of mine spin in Australia around from teams around the world averages 43. So do you then sacrifice your best spin bowler for your for the for the batting option, which would be done best? So I wouldn't like to see that happen. I would actually like to see Robinson bat at eight, Leach nine, Anderson ten, and Wood eleven. Broad and Anderson, they're gonna this press conference from Joe was telling me that one of them's not playing in. One of them's not playing in, in in Melbourne, and I actually think it'll be Stewart. I think I don't think they'll leave Jimmy out. I don't think they can leave Jimmy out. I don't think they've got it in them to leave uh, to leave Jimmy out. But I think they can leave or they will leave uh, Stewart out. It leaves Lawrence don't get a game. Overton doesn't get a game, and probably Best doesn't get a game out of the ones that that are there. But I think the noises that George DeBell made about bringing in the big bash players. I don't think there's many in there that I'd, I'd, I'd bring in other than if we lose in Melbourne, I think I'd bring in Saki Mahmood because I actually think there's, I think there's, there's mileage in that kid playing test match cricket. And I think if we can get him into the squad, maybe, maybe that might be a good idea. Yeah. Especially when you factor in the fact that he will probably play four years from now. It would be good to have a game under his belt, especially if we're 4-0 down going to Tasmania. You send Mark Wood home, you know, Jimmy's, maybe even Jimmy as well. I tell you the other thing, mate, we might have seen the last time Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broadbowl alongside each other. We've said that before, though. 
we've said that before. If them two are around in the summer, they'll play in the summer. I don't know, you know. I don't know. I think if Joe Root stays as captain, I think that uh, I think that might be it. Anyway, mate, you've got to go and do your YouTube show. So if you want a little bit more harmony with Brad Hogg, um, head over to Steve Harmson's YouTube channel. Uh, and if you want more podcasts, cricket podcasts, then stay right here. Tomorrow, Neil Manthorpe and Harmy will be joined by a couple of uh, top guests to look back at the action, but also look ahead and also uh, look around some of the other big cricket stories, as I may mention, South Africa. Big stories coming out there, um, as well as the Women's World Cup and the Ashes squad have been announced. So uh, we'll be looking ahead to that. But for now, uh, thanks so much for listening to Following On. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 